podcast day hello season two episode five the one with five steaks and an eggplant welcome back yeah thank you come back from mexico so you were gone for a week it was and it was amazing graham sat in for you oh my god you guys i i just love graham it was it was fun it was different vibes but it was fun Oh, I'm so excited for everybody to hear it. But I'm wait. glad you're back. Thank you. Me too. It was wonderful. My little sister's now married. Proud of her. Yeah. And absolutely love having my brother-in-law now officially in the family. So I love it. Yes. This is an interesting title. The one with five steaks and an eggplant. Not my favorite. No, it feels like they just took something random. Like some of the titles are random and then some of the titles actually have meaning. Like last week's episode, the one with Phoebe's husband. Oh, we know what that is. Right. But you're like, oh wait, Phoebe has a husband. It like draws you in and you're like, oh, five, six and an eggplant. I was like, what is this episode about? I totally forget. Yeah. I would never have remembered this episode to, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, this one, our writer is our buddy, Chris Brown, not the singer. I know. I saw that and I was like, huh, He's back. He's back. And then our director is Ellen Gittleson. Yeah, that was a full, full, a mouthful. Yeah, you guys will have to see the way that this is spelled. Gittleson. Gittleson. So son is spelled S-O-H-N. So Mm -hmm. she's new. Both of these people are new. I think Chris Brown's Brown's been here before. He's been here before. I don't remember if he was our writer or our director, though, at Mm. one point. So very interesting. But Mm -hmm. our original air date, October 19th, 1995. Okay, well, shall we get into it? I want to talk about content really quick, though, because we had brought that up a couple episodes ago. Okay. Um, One of the things, oh, my God, listening back to our episode, I was like, how did we miss Love Island? Oh. How? The content plates? Yes. I think that's kind of a given, given how much we talk about it all the time. Pretty much. And Graham and I are on the new season. Yes. And you are too, right? I am. Well, now we're a little little bit behind. behind. But it. I will have to say right off the bat, I'm not really happy with the talent. I'm really not. No. Like, no. I just don't like the the starting lineup. The starting lineup. (laughs) It's like we've got the B team out there. Right. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. these are people that should have been bombs like i don't know we'll see but new obsession i've already binged the first season do you have hulu yeah the bear oh i've seen the bear have you watched it yeah i watched a few episodes and it was i was like okay it didn't catch me Mm -hmm. enough to like want to continue i think if i wouldn't have stuck with it i would have done the same thing it's Mm -hmm. it's so intense it's very like honestly like i could feel my anxiety like getting higher and higher and i'm just like i don't know what to do with this yeah but it catches you and it kind of draws you in i didn't think it was bad per se i also didn't think it was like amazing like you can tell like i feel like right now with the bear people are obsessed yeah and it's like just catching fire right like you are and but they're on their second season right yes they just released their second season i think this week or last week yeah and so i think that that's why i like my little algorithm popped it up and i was like oh yeah i keep seeing this uh preview for it and i'm like it looks good and then when you start watching it it's like one of those shows that doesn't explain what it's about you kind of learn as it goes Mm -hmm. on so you 
feel a little confused for a while. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, I just like it because I think that it's really different. It is totally different. It's set in Chicago and it's very like rough Chicago environment in a kitchen. Like, I don't know. It's, I think it's really cool. And the cinematography of it is really interesting. Yeah. I, I kind of am like, did I miss something when I started trying to watch the show? Cause people right? are obsessed. Well, I was just like, well, that's how I felt when I was watching it. I was like, did I miss something? Like, I don't understand what's going on in this story. Like what is happening here? Yeah. But it, it's, it's okay. Good. It's, it's good. <laughs> I, have, I have a really funny one for you. Oh boy. I was being a golf widow <laughs> this last weekend And I found, I found this show called Stars on Mars. Stop. What is that? So good. I love it. So basically it's with like celebrities and they go through like a Mars simulation and they have to do like missions each week. And like each week someone has to get kicked off. That's like not mission critical. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. It's oh got, so it's got Portia Williams from oh. Housewives of Atlanta. It's yes. got, it's got Tom Schwartz from Vanderpump <gasps> and it's interesting seeing him in a much different show. He's not as like irritating or frustrating. Interesting. They've got, I think Arielle Winter from Modern Family. Yes. Um, Adam Rippon. Oh my um, God. The guy that plays McLovin. Oh my God. He was kicked off first. Sorry. Spoiler. He's not good. Um, and there's Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman. Stop it. Rhonda Rousey and Lance Armstrong. That is the weirdest <clears throat> fucking lineup of people. And then there's one more girl. Uh, there's, well, there's Tanache singer and then there's a comedian that i can't remember her name right now but it's hilarious okay stars on mars what is that on it's on hulu is it and i was like you know what this is probably the dumbest thing i'll ever watch but i love it that is so funny do you remember the mole yes oh my gosh i don't know if everybody remembers i loved the mole i love the mole the celebrity mole that was that was kind of like with like survivor big brother the mole you are the weakest link. Weakest oh, link. Yeah. Oh, I found another one. Have you watched The Traders? No. Okay, that's on Peacock. Okay. And that was amazing. I loved it so much. Another reality. Another reality with celebrities. Like I it's fun to see the celebrities like outside of their their bubbles mm-hmm. that you the context that you know them in. Oh my but god. But the tra- Traders I binged in like 12 episodes in I'm not kidding like 48 hours. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. It was so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> you guys have some content to catch up on. It's they're in there like if you're going to expect like if you're going into it expecting like art, mm. lower your expectations <laughs> and just have some fucking fun. Okay. You I'm, know? I like it. I'm in. Okay. Well, speaking of art, speaking of content, <laughs> back to friends, the one with five sticks and an plant. So I broke up the stories. Basically you've got Chandler's Chandler's story and then you've got everyone else. And oh, it, interesting. Yeah. So I'll do Chandler's story first. Okay. So Ross and Chandler are in the guy's apartment and they're watching the Spanish midgets wrestling. Is midgets a canceled term though i think we would say little people now right well that's what they used in the show right is a midget a canceled term i think so because i think it is i think midget is offensive i think oh. you say little person now okay yeah but yes they do use in it. the show they say spanish, spanish midgets, midgets yes. wrestling mm-hmm. so good to know 
You learn something new every day. So Chandler gets a call at the apartment. He's screening because he, you know, is a busy person as he's watching Spanish little people wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the the machine kicks on and it's the sexy sounding woman, Jade, looking for a Bob trying to hook up again. Bob? Like, how random is that? This lady just giving a call, like, and leaving such a, like... She leaves such a sexy sounding message. Chandler picks it up and then starts to impersonate Bob. Bob here. <laughs> Bob here. I don't, all I keep thinking is like, what a risk to take. You have no idea what Bob's voice is like. The dick must have been really good. Oh, right. For her to call. Oh, you're talking about Chandler's risk. Oh, both. I'm talking. Yeah, I'm saying Jade's risk to call and just like basically beg for the guy to hook up with you again. Right. Three years later. Yeah. I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. That's decent. So she she asks Bob, aka Chandler, to get together, and he says yes, with the plan that she'll go on the date, but when Bob doesn't show up, she'll seek comfort in a wry stranger next to her. You guys can't see it, but I roll my eyes so hard. It's quite the um, stupid plan. Yeah, and misogynistic, and preying on women. I don't know. I got problems. I got problems. We have problems. I got problems. Do you want to dissect this now or should we wait? Sure. I think that Chandler is being a misogynistic asshole because he's horny. (laughs) So walk me through this a little bit. I don't think I'm seeing it. I open my eyes and she's clearly desperate and she's clearly like seeking Bob and (laughs) is sad. And so he uses her vulnerability to get some ass. But at the same time, she's using her sexuality to get some ass. She says, in case you didn't know, those are my legs on the most recent James Bond poster. But she's looking for Bob with the big D. <laughs> that's, it's that's not the nickname Chan- I'm it's giving him. the big D. It's not Chandler's fault that she called the wrong house. No, but it is his fault that he's taking advantage of Jade. Yeah, it is a little icky <laughs> that he's that he's like gonna use her when he knows she's gonna show up and be at her lowest and he's gonna use that to get in get in with her right like how how sad i'll like you know okay let's go down a rabbit hole so bob or bob (laughs) jade and chandler get married okay and then he has to explain to her oh yeah by the way this is why we met (laughs) at that point they're meant to be together and i don't think it matters that's true but sorry chandler this doesn't happen for you (laughs) I don't think I have as big of a problem as you do. I do. I, really, I just think it's kind of a silly, stupid plan. You're very, you're very, you take exception to this plan. I do. I have big issues and got big opinions on this one. I think it's not nice. That's okay. You <laughs> okay. can have those opinions. Thank you. So next day at the coffee shop, Jade is there and she is looking sad because Bob is not there. Yes. Chandler jumps in and um, he, it's funny because Ross, Ross actually is like, this is not right. Like you need to go tell her like what you're doing, which is thank you, Ross. That's right. Moral compass. Yes. But when Chandler goes up to talk to her, he chickens out and then hits on her instead, which is so funny because Chandler has such a history of chickening out, hitting on women. Yes. He chickens out, but his chicken out is to hit on the woman. So funny. You're just like face palm Chandler. Yeah. Seriously of all things. But I like his face when he's like, I don't know. And he just like sits down like, I, I could just tell I'm like, a what was it? Guy. I know. <laughs> My God. It is not fair. He has more information than she does. This is true. But 
So he ends up taking her home and they have sex. Yes. Good. Bing, bang, boom. Here's the thing. That sex is consensual. Okay. That sex. The next day though, Chandler gets what's coming. Yes, he did. Because at the apartment, roster Chandler there again, Jade calls and she again leaves a message because Chandler's screening. (laughs) But turns out Chandler was nothing like Bob. It was awkward and bumpy and there wasn't much time to get used to it. I had to bite my lip from saying your name. I know. I mean, I think that's what he gets. He deserves that. Agreed. He does get his just rewards. Yeah. So His just desserts. Where does that come from? Just desserts. I don't know. We're going to have to look that up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, shall we talk about everybody else? Yes, I kind of like this one. When I talk about everyone, I am lumping Chandler in. Chandler just happens to have two two storylines. He's just as important in this Mm -hmm. one. So basically, everyone is trying to plan a surprise for Ross's birthday, which includes a gift, a concert, which is Hootie and the Blowfish, and a cake. That's a pretty nice birthday. 60 bucks a person? That's not bad. Yeah, it's it's $62 a person, which I think would probably now be, what, around like 100 I actually did some research on this one. Oh, you did? I did. So back in like 1995, 1996, average cost of a concert was about twenty one fifty for general admission. Oh my God. Don't tell Taylor Swifties that for their fucking $5,000 floor seats. I know. So I found an article on, it was like a then versus now article on Louder Mm -hmm. and they compared a bunch of different bands and one of them was Pearl Jam. I was like, okay. I hate Pearl Jam. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Respect. Like I, I can only listen to them so much. But Pearl Jam and Radiohead, yeah, not for me. Understand. Not for me. But I figured Pearl Jam was close enough to Hootie and the Blowfish, yeah. right? Yeah. And their concert in 1996 was like $25 for GA. Okay. And now, because they're still touring, $120 for nosebleeds. Really? Mm-hmm. Concert yeah. price tickets have just gone up. It's quite insane also. It is ridiculous. It's sad. Did you see did you see how Beyonce had a part in the inflation rate going up? I think in like Switzerland or something because of her concert. No way. Mm-hmm. Like on purpose or Well, it just that's the effect that Beyonce has. <gasps> like wow. like the inflation increased a certain percentage because of a Beyonce concert, like raising prices for like hospitality and all that shit. Oh my God. And then Taylor Swift's concert is set to pump $4 billion into the economy. That's insane. Her, her tour. That's into the absolutely US insane. One person mm-hmm. creates that much, generates that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is T-Swift. Respect. Love her. Yeah. But whoa it'll be interesting not to pit women against women but i'm gonna do it it'll be interesting to see like okay so if taylor swift's concert is pumping four billion for her u.s tour Mm -hmm. i really want to see what beyonce's tour is gonna do for the u.s oh yeah because beyonce is like in europe and you know i assume when taylor swift goes to uh south america central america where she's going is that where she's going yeah she did and she did a like a world tour dates. Oh, that's cool. So I assume when she goes outside the U.S., Beyonce is going to come in and then take over, as she should. Um, the original queen. That'll be interesting. I'm super, super interested in that as well. Okay, mm-hmm. let's revisit that. Right. I like it. So back to the friends. Mm-hmm. Phoebe, Joey, and Rachel are all feeling a certain way because they don't think Chandler, Ross, and Monica realize that they don't make as money as much money as they do. 
Ooh. And it is funny because they always have to go to someplace nice. <laughs> you know, I want to go to someplace nice. And I feel like I I say that all the time. And I was, Graham rolls his eyes. I didn't want to say it, but I'm just like, this is Tiana. No, this, because Graham was watching the episode with me. And uh-huh. I, it was so funny because like he is Phoebe, Joey, and Rachel. He's not like the poor 20-year-old, but he is, he gets very irritated by like the someplace nice expectation. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And just, it is hard to just, if you like something nice, like, and other people don't, it can create some awkwardness. A little tension. Or if you're always wanting to go someplace nice. Yeah, that's a problem. That's not you. It's not like you're always like, oh no, we only can go here. No, that's not you. I mean, it kind of is. All the time. Remember on my birthday, and we stepped into the cherry cricket, and I had oh like I almost broke out in hives, and I was like, "We're leaving." <laughs> the amount of like <laughs> visceral hatred. This is Tiana not, had. This is not me. For the cherry cricket, we walk in, and there's like fluorescent lighting. There's beer on the floor, and here's Tiana in this gorgeous blue like tool looking dress. Oh my gosh, beautiful! My sparkly shoes, like. <laughs> This is not my place. She looked like we are leaving Cinderella on the runway. And here we are in like this. It felt like a crack. It's a dive den. bar. <laughs> it's a it's a dive bar. And I'm like, I'm not doing this on my birthday. I refuse. The only table they had available was dirty. And we walked <sighs> back there and Tiana's eyes are as big as dinner plates. And we we're like, nope. Hell no. <laughs> so I'd like to go to someplace nice. Yes. And, and <laughs> thus we did. So Monica comes into the apartment after they've been planning the the birthday and she's excited because she's been promoted to head chef and head of purchasing at her restaurant. Yes. And she's excited and wants to go to celebrate and someplace nice. Yep. <laughs> mm. Totally get that. I'm I, like, I'm no, whenever like I come like, Graham, let's celebrate. He's just like waiting. Like he's just like sitting on pins and needles. Like, please don't say something nice. <laughs> Anyways. So she, so later that night they do, they go to dinner, dinner, Rachel, Joey, and Phoebe are like shocked at the prices at the restaurant. And like, they all just, you can tell like by looking at the progression through the meal that they're ordering water, they're not getting dessert. They're ordering side dishes for their main meal. Oh my God. Like they're definitely like budgeting all their way through this meal. Yes. And I, I have done that before at meals. I have to, where I'm just like, hmm, can I do this a la carte? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. So they go to settle up. There, There's just so many layers to this. So many. They go to settle up and Ross splits it evenly, sparking the others to speak up. Like, that is not right. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't even care if I'm ordering nice stuff. Like... No, I would never expect everybody to split stuff. It bothers mm-hmm. me if people don't pay for what they got. Yeah. This this is such a problem because if it's if you go and it's like, oh, like my entree was a little bit more, but your drink was more expensive, like, okay, let's just call it a day and we'll split it evenly, easy peasy. Totally. But that's never usually the case. Like no. there's and and it's tough too. Like Graham always gets irritated because like if, let's say we go to a big group dinner and like people order appetizers and he's like, but I don't want the appetizer. But then it gets charged on his portion. Like he gets so mad. I get irritated with this and you'll, you'll understand this is like both you and I can't eat gluten. Yeah. And so when somebody orders an appetizer and it's with gluten and so we can't eat it, 
but I still get charged. No, oh, I am not paying for that. I am not paying for that. I didn't eat any of it. No. Absolutely not. The other area where this gets dicey and like we know this because we've gone through a lot are the bachelorette trips. Oh, it's so hard because you have to stock the house with food. Mm-hmm. Not everybody eats at the same rate. Not everybody drinks at the same rate. It's it's so hard. I will say my sister's bachelorette trip is the one bachelorette trip where literally that was not an issue. Really? In any way, shape or form. Everybody like it was the most amazing. And I was like, this is a unicorn. I've never had this happen on any other bachelorette trip, including mine. Well, it's so hard because it's so many group dinners mm-hmm. and maybe you could split it. But like, let's say you have 10 in a group. You're not going to get separate checks every single meal. Most right. restaurants will not fucking do that. Right. So someone's got to put their card down. And it's just like, it's just, it, there's so much room for like angst. Yes. And like irritation. And you could feel it on people mm-hmm. because you know that the, the they're just always those girls in those groups where you're just like, they're not super go with the flow and then they're going to talk bad about it later on or they're going to get super drunk later on and then they're going to mm-hmm. be like, well, you didn't pay for my wine. I, I think it's like, just example. you just have to use common sense and like, let's say we're all going to a club and you're going to pitch in for like a table bottle mm-hmm. service. Like, okay, I'm part of this party. I'm part of this whatever we're paying for the spot. I, I can't then sit at the spot and then say, I'm not going to pay for it. Right. Right. Because like you're also paying for the experience. You're paying for the fucking real estate, like yes. not just the nasty well drinks and mixers. Yeah. That's one situation where you're like, you got to pay and we're splitting this evenly because we're all paying for the same spot. Right. But the, but you know, it's, it's so, it's so nuanced. There's so many layers. Yeah. Who's picking the places also. Right. Let's say like, I'm always going to pick a nice place for, for my birthday. If you don't want to go, you have every right to say no. Absolutely. Like, yeah, there's so much to this. Yeah. So the friends do speak up. They tell Ross Chandler and Monica how they're feeling and it does get awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. It's one of those like money situations. Like I think now we're a lot better about talking about money. Yeah. But it's just one of those real things that like, they don't realize that like maybe they can't be going to these extravagant restaurants all the time or like maybe pick a place that everybody can enjoy themselves necessarily. Yeah. It's just, I think about having awareness. I think so too. It's It's the lack of awareness. That's irritating. Yeah. That's what irritates me is just like, okay, yeah, we're doing all this and everything, but you're talking about an out of work actor, a waitress at a coffee house Mm -hmm. and a masseuse. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know that, and especially with Rachel, too, knowing what she's gone through in the last year with Barry and all of this stuff, cutting herself off from her family. Like, yeah, that self-awareness is not okay to not have. But I'm actually really impressed that they say something because I think I would get really, like, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I would feel, like, brave enough to say something to everybody. So I'm, I like that they say something. Yeah, I think at this point, I'm pretty comfortable being like, I'm not paying for that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That just comes with age, I think. <laughs> so they start talking about Ross's birthday plans because they uh, they've had this conversation. They're like, you know, we just don't think that maybe you guys realize we don't make as much money as you do. And they start talking about Ross's birthday stuff. And then they all agree. They're like, okay, well fine. Like we just won't do all the stuff for Ross's birthday. Right. And he's like, Oh, but there's a hoopla. I know he's obviously getting excited. Right. 
So the next day, Monica Chandler and Ross do a little skit. <laughs> this is where the episode name comes in. They have five steaks and an eggplant. Yes. The steaks were given to Monica by a meat vendor for the restaurant because yes. her new job. And um, they've paid for all the tickets for Hootie and the Blowfish for everyone. It doesn't go well. No. Rachel, Joey, and Phoebe are all turned off because it feels like charity. I struggle because I put myself in the situation and the cheapo in me is like, I would take free tickets in a heartbeat. But then I also see how like, wow, that is so patronizing. You think so little of me. You have to give me charity. Yeah. I don't know. What would you do? I had to really think about it. And I was talking with grandma. I was like, can you help me dissect this? So I know how I feel. And we both agree at the end of the day, like you should be having awareness for like, if there's people in your friend group, like you should be having awareness. If you're all collectively going to go somewhere, you know, maybe be conscious of like the monetary limit limitations. But like, if someone's fucking offering me concert tickets, fine. You want to pay for them? Fine. Like, I, I'm not going to be too proud, pride. What is that? Too proud. proud. Yeah. Too proud to say no, if, especially if it's somebody I want to see. If yeah. it's a band that I like do not want to see, no. But like, if so, if someone's like, hey, I bought your Taylor Swift ticket for you. I'd be like, thank you. Oh <laughs> like, my God. Hey, I paid 50% of your Taylor Swift ticket for you. Great. I'm there. Oh my God. Great. Like, I will take it. Like yes. at the end of day, the day, like get over yourself if it's something that you want to do with your friends and you're going to have a lot of fun, just fucking take it. Right. Don't be all moody. And don't be all moody. Don't be all moody and, you know, whiny. I know. Oh my gosh. It's, it, but it's so hard because you're like, I get it. You're trying to prove a point. Mm -hmm. You kind of started this hubbub and you've also got like this group of, it's like half of the group versus the other half. Yeah. So yeah. And they're like, it makes us feel really tiny. Actually this big. And I, Chandler's like, well, maybe it's not our fault that you feel that the, that way. And I actually get that. That I actually respect too. I, I get like, if I'm offering to do something nice and you're like, well, that makes me feel really small. That's not my fucking problem. That's right? your problem. Yeah. Like I do not control your emotions. I'm trying to do something nice and like, I will take your feedback. But like, if you feel small, that's not my problem. Nope. I agree with Chandler. Yeah. 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 Not all the time we say that. I know, right? That's a rarity. Yeah. So anyways, Rachel, Joey, and Phoebe decide not to go to the concert. Yeah, they're sticking to their guns. That's kind of an a situation of like cutting off your nose to spite your face. Like why not have fun with your friends? I know. Because it feels like charity. Right. I, I just disagree with that. Yeah, but they had to have some sort of conflict. They did. They did. So later that night, Monica at the concert... Monica runs into a kid she used to babysit. He's the lawyer for the band and he takes all of them back to meet the band. Little Stevie Fisher. <laughs> I know. Jeez. And so the next day the groups compare their nights. Like I think what Rachel and Phoebe and Joey played the guessing game of how many fingers Joey had behind his back. Oh my God. <laughs> One. No. Two. God. Not, all I kept thinking was, there's no way in reality that that's what they would be doing. They're sitting there no. like they'd be watching TV or a movie or something. Have fun. Right. So they both said that the night sucked and they agreed like, let's not let money stuff get in the way. Like you can tell it really makes Rachel uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Uh, out of all three of them, it really makes Rachel uncomfortable because she knows like these conversations are not going to go well. Oh yeah, totally. She's definitely the one who struggles the most, I think, because she's 
seriously starting out on her own. Yeah. Everybody else is kind of some sort of base. But she also likes nice stuff. She's got high-end champagne taste on a beer budget. At the at this point, yes. But eventually down the series, she'll be making more money than all of them. Just wait, Rach. So um, Phoebe then no- realizes that there is a hickey on Monica's neck. My God. I love, I love this quote. A hundred percent. That would be the work of a blowfish. Is that the one? Yes. Yes. So they tell the group they went backstage and got to meet the band. They get into another argument in the middle of it. Monica gets a call and the restaurant has decides to fire her because apparently those, they see those stakes as a kickback and it's against their corporate policy. Yikes. I feel like that's so harsh. That, that does sound really harsh. Also like, kind of corporate policy does a restaurant have like that i mean like, if if they see it as a kickback that could be like unethical and especially if it's a corporation that you know i get could it be bad yeah that is bad so the friends rally around her and support her which is sweet mm, poor thing <laughs> and joey grabs the receipt he's like i'll get it i know that was so sweet like <laughs> monica gets her bill of course at the most inopportune time mm-hmm. and then joey takes in hands it to chandler <laughs> Let me get this. Yes, you got five bucks. Speaking, speaking of Joey, the episode actually ends with Jade calling the apartment again. And she leaves another message and Joey's on the couch and he's the, actually the one that hears this. He tries to get to the phone, but as he does, he just trips and falls over the couch. Oh my God. So, so funny. funny. Great physical comedy. So great. Um, shall we pause and we'll take a quick break? Sounds good. Okay, we'll be right back. And here we are riding into the second half. Okay. So we just finished talking about Joey and his funny physical comedy there at the end, trying to grab the phone. Yes. That was not planned. Yes. And it's so funny because I rewatched that like three times Mm -hmm. and I was like, it looks planned though. It looks so good and so planned, but like he's, he's supposed to get up and just say Bob here like Chandler did. Uh huh. But they le- they left in the blooper. I guess you could call it a blooper that made the show. Technically, I like it. I like that better than if he were to answer and be like, Bob here. Yeah, they made so. a good decision. Love it. Um, so when Jade calls, she mm-hmm. mentions that her legs are on the latest James Bond poster. Mm-hmm. So this episode aired in 1995, which means that the Bond poster would have been Goldeneye from mm-hmm. 1995. So that's the poster her legs would have been on. Correct. No female legs appear on the golden eye posters though. No. So inaccurate. Do you think Jade. they just didn't pay attention? Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe it was just like a funny like quip mm-hmm. that they didn't think, oh, people will actually fact check this. It's more <laughs> just like anecdotal. Yeah. They're probably it it is also kind of like, eh, not the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, you know. It's cute. It's funny. I like it. I mean she does have great legs, so mm-hmm. you go, Jade. So while at the concert, when Hootie and the Blowfish come on to the stage, the first song that they play is I Go Blind. Have you listened to any Hootie and the Blowfish? I do like Hootie and the Blowfish, but I like their like most popular stuff. They're so. still making stuff? Well, like, or their original popular stuff. Okay. Darius Rucker has his own solo career now. Did you know that? Oh, that's who, he's from Hootie and the Blowfish? Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. Is Darius Rucker like a country guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he was from Cootie and the Blowfish? I know. I what? know. I had no idea. 
Right. And it's funny because if you think about it, you're just like, that doesn't make sense because Hootie and the Blowfish doesn't feel country, but his voice really doesn't, he doesn't really change it. Yeah. So it's, it's so interesting, interesting, but yeah, I've seen him in concert. He's pretty good. Oh, you have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the name of the fancy restaurant that they go to. This is so funny. So they never say it like somewhere nice, but the menus clearly say philosophy, but it's spelled like P-H-I-L-L-O and then Sophie. Philosophy. Philosophy, which is like (laughs) play on the word philosophy. It's funny. It's cute. I like it. Philosophy. That's actually kind of a fun little thing somebody must have put in there. Like, Little detail. Do you think people will notice? It? Yeah. Finally, someone pays attention to a detail. <laughs> Fuck the apartments or birthdays. Let's put menus with a cute name on it. I know. God damn it. Uh, but and then we had talked earlier about the concert tickets. Yeah. It, it's really like demoralizing to see how inflated concert tickets are since the mm-hmm. mid '90s to now. Concert Ugh. tickets, airline tickets, tickets, gas. <laughs> food, the air. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> you know, everything's expensive. You know, okay, rant really quick. So Netflix did the thing where they're like, you can't share your password. Oh yeah, that's blah, blah, funny. Blah, blah, blah. So I was talking to my family and we all kind of split, right? We yeah. all have different things. So my thing is Hulu and my mom and dad do the Netflix and um, the Netflix, God, how old am I? Um, <laughs> And I put the Netflix on tonight. She's like, oh, my mom says, you know, we can add other people so you can watch it at your house. And I was like, wait a second. So how much is it to like add? And when what I remember Netflix being was like 15 bucks or something. Yeah, like 10 bucks, I thought. Or right. Something. It costs 10 bucks to add somebody per month. So she's like, well, mm. I think at this point we're at like $30 with ours and at, they added my sister and her now husband. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am not going to have you pay $35 a month for Netflix. It is not that important. Like you should just get your own Netflix. Right. Not to mention Netflix. Suck it. But I can get, still get it on my phone. Ha. Yeah, we use my mom's and every once in a while she'll be like, can somebody log off and she'll text us. Can somebody log off a Netflix? I can't, I can't watch my show. <laughs> Fraud alert. <laughs> Fraud alert. <laughs> and so I just pretend like I never saw it and wait till somebody else <laughs> volunteers to log off. Oh no, your secret is revealed. I know. Fuck. <laughs> oh man. Well, bloopers and blunders this episode. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. I, I got some, Thoughts on like now you can do some grad school math. I oh my god, holy shit. Okay, (laughs) so Monica runs into little Stevie Fisher. Makes no sense that he could have been babysat by Monica as a kid because to have gone through law school, he's a lawyer for the band, right? And that's how he brought them backstage. Let's just for argument's sake say he is fresh out of law school. So minimum three years, usually three to four years for law school. So minimum three years with an undergrad, right? So Mm -hmm. he has to be 25. Monica's like 26, maybe 27. Yeah. She would have been babysitting this guy when she was three. Yeah. So if she, cause I think she says in there, um, you can't be a lawyer. You're eight. So, okay. If he's eight, then you're maybe 10, 11. And then it gets even creepier because he goes, well, you're one of the ones who fooled around my dad. Okay. Yeah. Like, 
the only thing I could think was maybe she was like 15, 16, and he was like 12, 13. Gross. Maybe. A and grown man fooling around with a 15 year old. Like, well, they would have had to have been. Yeah. No, like, no, the, it, the math doesn't do it. It does not. It doesn't. Why? No matter which way you turn this. Right. There's no, 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 no. it just doesn't work. So got a lot of problems with that one. Mm-hmm. That was the grad school math. Mm-hmm. It worked this time. <laughs> um. So Chris Young, who played Stevie, Stephen Fisher, is actually mistakenly credited as Stephen Fishman. <laughs> This stuff drives me crazy. You, you have, have one, one job. job. <laughs> Thank you. Blame the intern. Like, that's so rude. Right. Like, so disrespectful. Ugh, hate it. Yeah. Um, It's hard to believe that Jade thinks Chandler's Bob. The, the Chandler storyline is a little hard to believe, for sure. But it's funny, but it isn't. It's like, a little out there. You really didn't recognize Bob's voice, and then Joey's voice is on the answer machine. I don't know. The only thing I can give it is that she says she's drunk. Yeah. That's so, a good point. She was drunk, huh? Yeah. That's the only thing I can think is that. So did does that mean that Bob used to live in Chandler and Joe? No, because that's not how phone numbers work. They don't stick with the apartment. <laughs> Wait. So I was like thinking, I was like, does that mean Bob lived in Joey and Chandler's apartment? But I don't think that's how phone numbers work. I thought that's how landlines work. Oh, is that how landlines work? Mm-hmm. Really? Pretty sure. We're elder oh. millennials. We should know this. I mean, I mean, I remember landlines, but they did go away pretty quickly. Yeah. So the landline is attached to the house. Yes. Oh. So I do think that so it. So Bob could have lived there. Bob could have lived there. Yeah. Okay. That one was a little. Okay. Weird. Okay. Oh, this is so fresh. Like, how do you miss this? The one where Heckles dies, Monica says she's allergic to seafood. Because of the lamp and yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole incident. She's like, well, I'm allergic. In this episode, she orders prawns. Yeah. I, I was thinking like, was Monica just joking about the lamp? Like my only thing is that maybe Monica Mm. wasn't serious in that episode and she just said it to be funny. The other one that I saw is like, actually Ross is allergic to shellfish and he's also ordering seafood in this. Oh, there's a okay. So I mean, we a, don't find that out till later, right? So it's kind of not fair to bring it in, but yeah. Either Monica was just like saying it to be flippant because like she didn't like Rachel's lamp. I think she was. I think that's more. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll nix that. Mm-hmm. Um. So in the second call from Jade, uh, where she says how bad Chandler was in bed, you can <laughs> clearly hear an echo. Like when you hear her talking, yeah, it's like a hu- huge echo in like a large room, and I'm like, well, there's no way that that would be in an apartment. So you're like, ooh, this is on the sound stage. You can hear the echo. Well, the whole th- yeah, that's a good point. The whole thing of like Chandler being able to talk to her on the on the headset, the the, the phone, phone, while still being on speaker, so Ross can hear. Like, I don't think that's how phones work. I don't think so either. It's been a while since I've had a landline, but I don't think that's how phones work. Right. I love it. So let's get into some fashion. All right. I had some, I I was struggling this. Okay. I know you gave me shit about the one where heckles dies. And I was like, Oh, let's talk fashion. You're like, there was none. Okay. This one, there really was none. There really was none. Really, really. I, I scraped the bottom of the barrel. It's bad. We see Phoebe's got that a long sleeve newspaper button up, which I think her previous one was like a t 
tank top, right? Yeah, I still and hate that one. I liked it more as a tank top, less as the long sleeve because it's a little much. See, I like the long sleeve. I think it's just the fit. I like, yeah. I like that fit. And it's like, okay, I can take it yeah. as this, but I just don't get, get the whole newspaper button-up thing. Yeah. Um, I thought Rachel's apron was kind of cool. It was kind of looked like a painting. It did. I really wanted to like pause and like try to zoom in like an old lady and see it. <laughs> Do the, oh my God, the, the, the zoom the with the zoom. two fingers. Okay. Jade's green dress. See, I didn't even notice it enough to care. You were so desensitized. You're just I like, was just this like, is so terrible. I can't no, even. There's nothing. I, so it's a beautiful dress. It's a sheath dress or not a sheath dress, a body con dress. It's mm -hmm. just a weird pattern. Yeah. Um, it looks great on her, but I like that it's long sleeve. I don't know. I kind of am indifferent. I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. No. Mm. Chandler's green suit jacket and black shirt. That was not bad. I like it looked, that. it looked pretty, it looked pretty good. I like that. I like that look. I like a good, I, I like a no tie look sometimes. So, oh yeah, they, mm -hmm. they look way better when they don't do ties because their ties are so hideous. Oh, this is true. Like Ross had a 90s. hideous tie this episode. Ugh, yeah. I hated that tie. Um, Phoebe's flower skirt and sheer cardigan. This was the very end in the coffee house. She's got this flower. It's like a black tank top and then like the sheer, like almost meshy cardigan mm -hmm. and then like a flower skirt. Mm -hmm. It's cute. I wish you weren't here last episode, but mm. the one with Phoebe's husband has like my, one of my favorite dresses on Phoebe ever. The pink one. The white one with the pink. Yes. Um, the pink lines. And like, it's just so not Phoebe. And I, right. and you can tell, like we talked about this last week, but like they are changing it up a little bit. Yeah. That one came out of left field. I don't know where the hell that came from, but. Yeah. I mean, there is a, in the one where Heckles dies, she also had this really cute white dress. And I was like, oh, they finally put yes. her in a short dress, you know, instead of constantly putting her in something floor length to hide mm -hmm. her body. It's like, oh, there, there's Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> there's, yeah, exactly. Love it. Okay. Best friend in front of me. I did not struggle with my friend of me. I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess and say Chandler. Yeah. I, I picked Chandler too. Um, I don't think I have as much like vitriol for him as you do, but you know. No, don't appreciate it. <laughs> Don't appreciate Chandler. Um, who's your best friend? Oh, this it was one, hard. This one's really hard, but I think. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Fudge. 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 I don't know why I said fudge. Um, I went with Joey. Okay. I was like going back and forth with those three, Rachel, Joey, and Phoebe. Yeah, for like standing up for themselves yeah. and like having that hard conversation. Yeah. So I, I'll tell you why I went with Joey. So I went with Joey because I feel like like at the beginning he he does kind of most of the talking of like, well, he's awkward. He does most of the talking at the dinner table of like, we uh, don't think you guys recognize that we just don't make as money as much money as you. And he kind of like talks a little bit for the group. Yeah. And then um, he's really sweet. He like, he pulls... He pulls the check and tries to pay for Monica, which is like under, you know, it's yeah. a sweet moment from him. And then it's just really funny at the end when he like flies off the couch <laughs> and it's just like hilarious. I do like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't want to copy you, but I want to copy you. There could also be a case made for Phoebe because she just kind of like at the, at, she like starts it like, no, like not happening. Sorry. Like when they're trying to get them to all pay equally at the table. That's what I was going to say is like that whole thing is like, no one 
Joey with his teeny tiny, tiny pizza. <laughs> That's a really good one. Okay, I'm gonna go with Phoebe. Do it. I I approve of this message. I approve of this message. Yeah, shooting star. Okay, so what's your rating? Honestly, Sandwich I give this rating? a I give this a two. Oh, yeah, two. It's just like it's really unforgettable. Like like we were saying, you I mean would. It's forgettable. Or it's <laughs> it's forgettable. It's so unforgettable. <laughs> two. <laughs> Okay. Very mixed messaging here. I know. No, it's just like that. I, I wouldn't, I couldn't even tell you what the episode was from the title. Mm-hmm. I, and I love friends. I would have completely bot- botched that. I, I gave it a three. I, I, I like the episode. I do think because especially like growing up and like going through that whole like twenties and the bachelorette trips and just going through all that and really like living through that money conversation and like who I'm married to grandma. So like love him. He's it's a, it's a soft spot for him. Like it's, it's such a good topic of conversation. It's so like applicable. I liked, I liked that storyline a lot because I felt like it was a very relatable storyline. I think most people can probably relate to that on, on either end. Yeah, totally. So I gave it a three. It's just a good episode in my opinion. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. I'm and s- I did like Phoebe's monologue. Oh my gosh. I do like it. But I, I have to stick with it too. I think it's just because no, it is stick to your guns. so forgettable. Okay. I'm just like, meh. Okay. You know, meh. Meh. All right. Well, that was it. The one with five sticks and an eggplant. Episode five, season two. Woohoo. I was telling Graham, I feel like I've been giving some lower rankings this season even though I was like, I really love season two. Right. And I'm like, maybe the, my favorite episodes are like coming, but also I think maybe like doing the whole re-ranking and ranking season one, it just gives you a good like anchor of what you really want in an episode. Yeah. I think we are trying to take the whole season in our heads cause we know what's coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, nah, eh. like boiling it down to the episode itself. Yeah. This is, it's, it, it's going to change. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Cool. Well, that was that was the Pivot Podcast. Thanks for listening, you guys. You can rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow along on Instagram at the Pivot Pod. You can email us at don'ttakemywind at gmail.com. If you resonated with maybe the money convo, I would love to hear some just kind of like experience, like maybe just some crazy stories of like this person expected me to pay blah, blah, blah. You know, yes. I think those are really interesting stories. I have a good one I'll share with you that I don't want to share publicly. Okay. I like it. So. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.